Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast about children's development from the Center for Inclusive Childcare. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast from the Center for Inclusive Childcare. I'm Beth Menninga. I'm the Relationship-Based Professional Development Manager here at CICC, and I'm here with Dr. Mary Harrison for our last conversation about attachment. Um, This time we're going to really be thinking about relationships that we have with families um, in light of attachment and how we can um, support and promote the connection between parents and other primary family caregivers and their, especially their infants and toddlers. So Mary, why don't we just go right in and start talking about that how to how to support those relationships yes yes you know it's really um i don't think it's talked about often enough but that um i'm so glad we're talking about it because the relationship between the child care providers and the parents or you know families uh is a crucial element to the child's feeling um supported in all at all sort of spheres of her life um, because she's spending time at home and she's spending time in childcare. And, you know, are those, how are those related? How are those um, relationships? How do they communicate? You know, how does a mom, you know, can a mom or dad talk about um, that the child had a rough night so that the childcare provider can maybe adjust their um, sensitivity or sort of be, you know, remind themselves, oh, she's clingy today, maybe because she's extra tired. It really, it's about, you know, information sharing um, because they're all detectives trying to figure out children and trying to figure out the best way to promote them um, and or to promote um, growth and well-being. Um, and then, at, you know, at pickup time, um, you know, kind of, again, reporting on how the day went or reporting on... Um, and, and almost being a relational bridge between the child and um, the parent. And then the parent being, you know, a relational bridge back to child care. And sort of the child learning that she is um, supported and held safely by more than one person in more than one setting. And um, that, that in general, they're all on the same page, that they're all committed to um, her well-being. Well, you know, you've got me thinking, too, back to other conversation about that attachment forms a model for other relationships. I'm also thinking about the fact that children are watching these two adults interacting and seeing um, how do these two adults exchange information or talk or communicate or what do I feel about this relationship? Do they feel like they respect each other or, you know, are they interested in one another or those kinds of things? I'm thinking about the importance of um, that for children to see because whenever we're talking about their families in front of them or the ways we respond to their families, send them messages about their parents, their grandmother, whoever that primary caregiver might be. And I also read a research report that said that um, I'm thinking now of expulsion where we we see children getting kicked out of programs, um, that there's probably less of a chance of that happening when the caregiver and the parent have connected, not just about um, maybe challenging behaviors or 
behavioral concerns or whatever is going on that's making the provider think they might have to kick out a child, which we don't want. Um, but that there's that connection there that they see each other, just like you talked about the child and the adult seeing one another and being felt that they're being seen. Um, so I'm thinking a lot about that. What are some ways that um, when I'm, you know, greeting parents or just kind of supporting the parent in being aware of the importance of this for themselves? Are there things that you can do as an early childhood educator to kind of help Absolutely. Parents? Yeah, I think it's, you know, if you keep in mind as a child care provider that you're both um, promoting the child's, you know, development of motor skills and language skills, you're also promoting their primary, the quality of their primary relationships. And so um, you, your way of helping the parent understand their child's behavior and your way of helping the child um, manage or, you know, buffer against the distress of saying goodbye, those are key parts of how that child's day will go and sort of how they'll develop. And so, you know, when, um, when, for instance, at a drop-off um, time and during a time when children are protesting, helping parents understand that that's because they're um, so important to them. You know, they're protesting that, you know, sometimes parents think they're being rejected or, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, or, you know, depending on especially that parent's own history. Um, what is that parent's, you know, because we can, depending, regardless of history, we can all change. We can all become, um, we can all parent our chi children differently than we were parented. And so, um, but it still might trigger something in a parent to feel, you know, uh, that something's wrong at drop off or then at pickup. Sometimes the child has held um, their their missing feelings of their parent in, and their initial response to their parent coming to pickup might be that they don't want to be with their parent, and that's their way of telling their parent, "You're so important to me that I missed you today, and I don't know if I'm ready to really, you know, be let myself be with you quite yet." Um, the way that the the childcare provider interprets that the the narrative about that for the parent is so important because even as a parent you can know from books you know sort of how this is supposed to go but parenting is emotional you are um you know there's no learning for it except your own experience and so and you know juggling work and traffic and all of that and you finally get to pick up your child and she doesn't even want to get her coat on and go home with you. I mean that is can be feel like the most devastating thing ever. And the childcare provider has that beautiful role of saying, you know, that's in part because she missed you today. Um, and and the good news is you have this opportunity to have a reunion and let her show you that she missed you in whatever way, and then um, kind of get back to normal. It's really no different than how adults are, you know, or you know, with their primary people, um, spouses or whatever. There might be a time that you you think to yourself, "I thought you were gonna." be there for me in this way and you weren't quite and then you have a, a renegotiation after that um, you know that's exactly what happens only children can't say that and so it's up to the child care provider to 
um, help interpret that um, and help the parent understand how important the parent is in that child's life so that the parent stays uh, mentally and emotionally committed to that child. Because you don't want the parent to feel so rejected that they that they begin a, a pattern with their child where they, they don't even want to respond. They want to protect themselves from feeling mm. rejected. Well, the other thing I've seen is sometimes parents think they're supposed to sneak off in, exactly. when they do drop off right. because they don't want to they don't want their child upset to cry. their child, not realizing that this is a natural response. It means the child is is recognizing that my parent is not here and they're missing them. So what are some words that a caregiver could say when a parent's saying, oh, I, I probably should just sneak out and... You know, I think this is where what you know about child development becomes so important. So um, I think validating that it's so hard to watch your child cling to you and cry, and it would feel so much better as a parent to, um, while the child's playing, kind of run out. That from a child's perspective, they're developing, they're trying to understand how the world works, and they're trying to understand um, how goodbyes work and how reunions work, and every day is an opportunity to practice that. Mm. Um, And that there's enough time and plenty of room for children to have days or even weeks of protesting as they um, are figuring that out. But that doesn't mean that they're going to be a clinging person. In fact, you know, the more um, consistent in saying goodbye and allowing that emotional expression to happen and then having the child soothed by their childcare provider, that's really building a pattern of Um, what to expect in future relationships. Um, If the parent just disappears, the child doesn't know, I mean, when will that happen at the grocery store? The child becomes, there's no cue to when that will happen. Mm. There's no routine around it. Um, And as painful as it can be from a parent's perspective to drop your child off, have them cling to you and cry, walk away waving as they're crying and screaming for you, Um, stepping back and having someone remind you of the big, long arc of development and how part of what they're learning as a child is how, how to do goodbye and how to do, you know, how was your day at the end of the day? Because that's, that's how it is to be humans. And so, you know, the, you know, I sometimes think of childcare providers as um, interpreters too. You know, helping interpret in the in the best possible light what um, what they're seeing in the relationship. I think that's really helpful, and also to remember, it's hard for us too when they're crying and making those separations and the welcomes. And so we have a partner in commiseration with the parent if we're sharing this information this way and saying, yep, I feel it too. I can feel that pain um, because we both care about this child and we want to help them practice these and learn these positive things about relationships. So thanks for this great conversation about attachment, Mary. I know there's so much more we can say. So I just want to remind people... um, that they can go to our website to look for other resources, tip sheets related to attachment, learning modules about continuity of care, and thinking about temperament too. There's a lot to think about and learn more about related to attachment. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks for listening. 
For more resources, visit us at inclusivechildcare.org.